This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. You guys want to start a podcast that includes music, or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm slash music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much, and let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Real Real Podcast with Natalie Barbu. Instagram might be your highlight reel, but we're here to talk about the real real. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. In today's episode, I have my friend Jada on the show. She is actually the first recurring guest that we have had. She was on my podcast almost exactly a year ago today. We had her right after she graduated high school on the podcast to talk about her future plans, being what it's like being in high school and doing YouTube, um, her goals in life. And so it's just really nice kind of catching up with her again. And we've been hanging out when she was in New York a few times. I don't want to ignore the state of the world on this podcast. I have addressed Black Lives Matter on my Instagram, on my YouTube. I highly recommend checking out my video on YouTube for my thoughts on everything. And it's not the, I'm not trying to like make it about me at all. I was just trying to kind of start that conversation that I think is really important. And I wanted to continue it on my podcast. So I invited Jada back on the show. I'm just really excited to have her on and to just have a conversation with her about this week, about Black Lives Matter, about what it means to actually support Black Lives Matter movement. And we talk about influencers posting on social media. We talk about PR stunts. We talk about real change that needs to happen. We talk about the difference between protesting back in 2016 compared to protesting back in 2020 with the same Black Lives Matter movement and how so many people are now involved. So I wanted to give the floor to her. I am really excited to be just having this conversation with her and I would love if you guys could let me know your thoughts on this episode. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to start the conversation. If you want to hear more of my thoughts, you can head on over to my YouTube channel. It was the last video video that I posted uh, as I'm recording this today. But anyways, I know that you guys are going to enjoy this episode. I hope that you learned something. I hope that you listen. I hope that you re- I hope that you hear a new perspective. For me, that is just the biggest thing that I've learned from everything going on is how important it is to listen and to hear your black friends and black people in your life about their experiences. Only thing that I urge people to do that are maybe confused as to why people are saying black lives matter is just to listen to your black friends, listen to black people in your community and really hear them out. Don't really interrupt them. Don't really try to say your side of things as another minority or as a white person. I think it's just really important to listen. 
so that's something that I've learned I also have a lot of great books and resources that I listed on my youtube channel and I am going to put the same exact description on my youtube channel in the show notes because I want you guys to have those same resources and I also want to say that all the ads in this video are going to be going to the equal justice initiative so um didn't want you guys to think that I will be profiting off of this so just so you know that will be going towards EGI which is a organization that I have supported in the past and I'm just really really passionate about criminal justice reform and uh, mass incarceration and the problem with mass incarceration in the United States today highly recommend reading Just Mercy um, watching the 13th documentary on Netflix um, hearing reading the new Jim Crow laws all of those are amazing amazing resources but I want to get into this conversation with Jada. So we're just going to get into it, but I hope that you guys enjoy, and I'm really happy that I'm using my platform for some good. So let's get into it. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today, as it should, with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Airs tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream, it is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to four 
450 degrees, reduces and repairs split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration, and according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. Hi, Jada. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Hello. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so happy to have you on again. I know. We, the last the last time <laughs> a was year like ago, literally. a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was still in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. We did it in my apartment. Yeah. Yes, we no, did. No. So you are the first recurring guest that I've had, actually. Wait, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so special. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm trying to get more people that were like popular and stuff like back on the podcast, but mm-hmm. you're the first one. So Yay, thanks for coming on I'm again. so special. But if you guys haven't heard her previous episode, I'll have it linked down in the show notes. But first, just like tell us about yourself for the people that haven't heard that episode or don't know who you are. I'd love to just hear like more about who you are. Yeah, sounds good. So I'm Jada Jones. I just turned 18 in March. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and that's where I met Natalie. I was doing my senior exit project because I was graduating early and I reached out to her and was like, hey, do you want to be my mentor? And she was like, yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) And then we like literally just became friends. We ended up moving to New York City a day apart you moved the first I moved the second so like everything's just been kind of aligning that way but basically I moved to New York City because I also I I do social media but I do mostly acting and musical theater and dance and any kind of artistic thing that you might think of I do it so I moved to New York City to pursue that and yeah that's just a bit about me pretty quick simple easy so yeah yeah no you've been doing how long have you been on YouTube before oh December 2015 so this December it'll be five years that's great. 2015 yeah. sounds like so recent and then I you're know. like five years and you're like, oh my yeah, God, that's I know. So I was like, long. wait, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and now you're back in Charlotte. So you moved back because of the pandemic, right? Yes. You, that was yeah, crazy. And, first of all, yeah. let's talk about that. Hold on. Like that entire week, it was like the teens of March. It was like the 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 area. That's when everything, like, the world flipped 180 completely. And I was completely living, like, alone at that point because my dad was visiting just for, like, the first couple months just to stay with me, just to see how everything is and whatever. And then he left on the 3rd of March. And then he ended up having to drive, t- like, 10 hours on the on the 14th to then come and get me. So they did, like, a round-back trip. And he, like, it was, like, a week he wasn't here. So it was just so weird, such a weird time. And, like, everything flipped in a day quite literally yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. and you had like temporary housing though so you didn't have like a lease that you had to break or anything I had an Airbnb but honestly there's a lot of tea with that going on right now just because like the person who was hosting our place is now like asking us to pay this huge like not even like a little but like a huge like cancellation fee but then there's this whole thing with Airbnb's like pandemic policy and how some things aren't covered because I had a weird thing for Airbnb usually you book a place for like 30 or like less than 30 days it's usually like two days you stay for a vacation type thing but me I had a place booked from January 15th to May 15th so that was such a different circumstance so now they're just trying it's like a literal legal battle right now but you know we love that (laughs) oh my gosh no this is not this year is like insane it just so much has happened yeah yeah. Um, so how has it been with you being back in Charlotte, like with Corona and then also with everything like with the protesting mm-hmm. going on and all of that? Have you been like 
active in that or how's it been? So, um, let's see, getting back to Charlotte from New York was just, first of all, insane. I've never actually driven from New York to Charlotte ever. So this was my first time like taking the drive. Usually it's a flight, two hours, I'm there. So the sleep, like I slept the entire ride because I was just, first of all, so sad, so like upset, not knowing how to feel because it feels like you're taking 10 steps backward after having so much independence. Like even though I'm young, like I had, I have so much independence, like just like moving to New York City literally alone. So it was just so weird because I slept the entire ride back. So when I woke up, it felt like I teleported and it was a dream. I'm not even kidding. So it was so (laughs) weird. And the virus just had me thinking about just so many things. I had so much time to be alone yet with my family. But then on top of that, now more things are happening. And now this whole Black Lives Matter uh, protest movement is like coming back up. The last time we did this was 2016. And I was also a part of that. So it's like now it's like thing after thing after thing. And things just keep arising. So it's like my emotions are just kind of all over the place. Same thing as when Corona started, honestly. But yeah, it's been feeling really weird. I've been active in the protests. I've been to two so far just because this is something that is really important to me and something that is really near and dear to my community and where I went to school and everything that we stand for. So yeah, it's just like I had a conversation with someone the other day and I was like, I genuinely don't know how to feel about everything going on. Like my energy is pulled in so many different directions and honestly it just doesn't feel right like something just feels off this isn't normal which is good sometimes like we need change we need things to shake Mm -hmm. us up a bit which is why I feel like the pandemic's here I feel like this is why this is here again so I mean good and bad things of course but I think it's really good to just take this time to reflect and just see what's important to you see what's important to other people and listen and just listen 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 so yeah yeah that's what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to just listen as much as possible, mm-hmm. encourage other people to listen. And I mean, you've been a part of this, like you said, since 2016. Literally. And you've been protesting since 2016. And mm-hmm. you're 18, right? Yes. You're not 19 yet? Yeah, yeah, 18 years old. Like, the fact that you've been doing this since you were, what? Yeah. Four, uh, four, 14? Yeah. It's 14 years old is just insane. And I feel like it's kind of crazy that as a child you have to be participating in protests like Mm -hmm. I don't know to me that's just like kind of crazy to think about but how have you noticed the shift in it because I feel like obviously Black Lives Matter I remember being in high school and hearing about it Mm -hmm. and being like like knowing what the movement was and the actual organization was but have you noticed a big shift because I feel like now it's all like rightfully so it's like on social media a Mm -hmm. lot more more like white people are actually paying attention to it than before rather than just having it be in the black community with a few white people that are paying attention so Mm -hmm. have you noticed a difference in that like since you've been doing it for so long I've noticed such a huge difference. I think the first time when all of this started happening, I mean, there were lots of local things happening. There were riots uptown in Charlotte as well. And it was kind of quote unquote dangerous to go to school. I think we had some kind of like like two hours like we had something where it's like we weren't going to school at a normal time something like that maybe I'm lying but I don't know but it's just we did it in school and I guess being younger like being 14 um I remember having to like leave class because I wanted to stand up for something that I believed in you know and social media I actually wasn't on social media until like I think seven and a half grade I'm gonna say because it was just like in that middle time so social media wasn't something that I was super like yeah like social media you know but like now I think Mm -hmm. especially because all of us in high school have seen this 
we're now on social media more than ever being 18, 19, 20, the ages that we are now. And like, we're the people leading this, like we're the people talking about it and getting other generations to talk about it. So now, but social media is also just very toxic in that way. There are lots of good information. Like there is a lot of good, hello, there's a lot of good information (laughs) going out there and um, a lot of messages being spread, but now there's so many messages being spread that it's like, what do I listen to? What's actually going to benefit what's going on? You know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So now social media has blown this in a really good way out of proportion. But at the same time, I think it's important that we do sit with ourselves and reflect on what we're reposting and what we're telling each other to listen to and like all that stuff, because that is at the end of the day, all that we're consuming. So we really got to be careful with what's going on, you know? So yeah, that's the biggest change technology for sure. It's just had a spike up with this, especially. So yeah. I just wanted to take a quick break to thank TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds for sponsoring today's episode. Are you having trouble sleeping, focusing, or relaxing? If the answer is yes, then TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast has got you covered. This hour-long podcast is made to help you get rid of distractions, reduce stress, relax, and get better sleep. You can listen to the sounds of nature, white noise, relaxing music, and so much more. You can check out the TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Right. And I think that with social media, I think it's great that that is a good way to get people to hear more about it and to learn more. But do you ever feel like some people could be just like posting just to post or Ooh, posting girl. Ooh, to- girl. <laughs> Ooh, I knew girl. you were going to have something to oh, say about this. About- <laughs> Look, I, hmm, I, I got to word my words very carefully. So I... I think that as an influencer, no matter white, black, Hispanic, anything that you are, it doesn't matter. Your job, quote unquote, like is quite literally in your name influencer. I don't like the name influencer. There's just not really any other thing to call it. But like as an influencer, you're supposed to influence. And if you're just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like it's very important to me that when I follow somebody, I need them to have their own sense of opinion, whatever it is, because I think that staying so just neutral in like any situation not just this just neutral with anything that you believe you are going to let everybody run over you or not or not even run over you because you don't have an opinion about anything you just want to promote other brands you want to stay this like like how do I say it's like a model but yeah like not controversial (laughs) I don't want to step on people's toes but that's quite literally the issue you don't have a stance on anything and that that kind of like makes me kind of repel away from influencers that are very just like I'm just gonna post this and say this and I've seen so many disgusting things on social media over the past couple of days of like people using the Black Lives Matter movement as a photo op and I cannot even fathom someone even thinking about doing that like you know what I'm saying like oh my gosh it's insane I think I'm not going to force anyone to post. I don't need some of my white influencers to go ahead and post and say whatever they need to say because they feel pressured to say it. There, I think I even saw a post this morning that was like, as a black man, like, I don't need white influencers trying to post just to post. Like, otherwise, you're just spreading 10 different thousands of messages and like not knowing right. what you're saying. So I'd rather you just sit and reflect on the things that you've probably done sit and reflect and think about everything that's going on and how you might have been racist and not know it you know what I'm saying so with that being said I don't see anything wrong if you don't post but I do see an issue especially if on Tuesday you posted a black square 
and disappeared off of social media. Then the next day, you deleted your black square and continued to go ahead and post whatever you did. Wow, so noble of you to, like, stand in solidarity with us. At least if you posted the black square, post some information. Use that data spread and, like, show that, like, you actually stand with this. Or, I mean, you didn't have to say anything at all, honestly, but don't post a black square just to be a part of the trend because this isn't a trend, you know? So, yeah, that's a big, oh, that's been a big thing over the past couple of days. Had to do a lot of unfollowing, honestly, just on YouTube, on Instagram, just seeing where people's priorities lay, you know? And, yeah, it's just interesting. (laughs) I think it's just one of those things that a lot of times people, especially as an influencer, you don't realize that your followers really do know who you are, like, yes. more than you think they do. So when you're just posting something, if they you've never said anything about it before, if, no. you, if you're just posting generic quotes that everyone else is posting or yeah. just, like, little cute graphics, like, not that those aren't helpful at all, but I think that if it's not coming from your heart, mm-hmm. what, just don't. I don't know. No, like, yeah, just, no, I agree. I definitely it's agree. It's not, like, like you were saying, reflect, listen, and then if you want to post, like, post something from your heart or post some information or post some things that are going to make a difference, but if you're just posting a black square or, like, a little cute graphic, yeah. then I just feel like it's not, people Especially can see that, if it's really. just, like, oh, I need it to match my aesthetic. Like, oh, my gosh. I just, like, it's, it's an issue, honestly. Not just with this, with anything that you stand for. Like, if you're just posting just so that it matches your aesthetic, I'm, like sis we've got to reevaluate why you're quote-unquote an influencer what are you exactly trying to influence right now because it seems like you're just trying to stick up with your numbers and keep up with your numbers I've seen some influencers um over the past couple of weeks really like actually say what they feel about this stuff even though they might get quote-unquote canceled by their predominantly white influence and like you know, but they were willing to do that because they know that what they're saying is what they believe. And I look up to that so much, like, you know, so I'd rather someone just either say what you believe or just Mm -hmm. don't say anything at all. Don't try and force anything, you know, like, but do sit back and reflect, do educate yourself, do think about all the things that you've done over the past couple of years and maybe reflect, you know? So yeah, I feel very, yeah, it depends on the person though. Honestly, it really does because there's some people who just would rather choose to be quiet and not really say anything so that they can sit and reflect. And I respect that. And I know some Mm -hmm. people who have done that. But then on the flip side, there are just some people who are posting tens of thousands of things just to seem like they're quote unquote good. You don't need to seem good to me. Trust me. You don't need to seem good. Just (laughs) like you do what you need to do. But like, that's a lot. (laughs) Right, right. No. And I mean, also with like protesting and stuff, I'm really happy that we see so many more people actually going. I'm sure that you've noticed a difference going to it four years ago and then now. Like, have you seen, like, a lot of more people joining in? Yeah, so in 2016, I actually only did the protest at school because, first of all, I didn't really have an opinion on this like I know you watched my video but I did speak about how like growing up I've always been very confused on my identity and like my racial identity because I am mixed so I'm not fully black and some black people always tell me like you're not black enough and then the white people tell me I'm not white enough even though I don't have any white in me so I'm never going to be white enough but like (laughs) and so but like I'm black and Asian and it's like what am I fighting for and like right now I'm not going to go ahead and say well like I'm Asian too Asian lives matter like you know what I'm saying oh my gosh I like so I mean I've always been confused on my identity as well but I think growing through this and like growing up and kind of figuring out everything I do see so many mixed people as well coming to these protests and so many white people just joining in solidarity like 
being at a protest, you have to know what to do, like, on all sides, because it's, like, you don't want to steal away from the attention. You don't want to start chants and stuff if this isn't for you. Like, you need to stand there in solidarity. So, um, I did these protests at school. So, when I was at school, it was always just kind of, like, I'm going to chant because I know I'm standing up for my black brothers and sisters. But, like, I also experienced these kind of things, too. But I didn't want to put the attention on me, 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 because it's not about me. It's really not. Even though I am black, I just think that I do have privilege. I still do have privilege being a lighter skin tone there's even bias and like racial bias and all that stuff with light-skinned and dark-skinned african-americans and that's the thing that's a whole other thing but right now we're focusing on the black community as a whole and right now if that's what you can do it's like what you can support then that's fine but like yeah for like uptown like oh god there's so many people there were so many people of all shapes color sizes genders like anything you know and it was just so beautiful Mm -hmm. to see because i think right now everyone is waking up and whether if that is from social media then cool like then that means we're doing something right you know so yeah right right and seeing as how many people are finally starting to like care and listen yeah is that to you like do you think that's it's kind of like oh my god about time or I don't know because sometimes I feel like where were you five years ago Mm -hmm. or where were you in the past in the past like when this was still going on so Mm -hmm. I feel like is it a I know it's a good thing but like are you also like but where were you like why this why did this make you wake up like to me how the way I look at it is I'm not gonna sit here and say like oh my god I knew so much for so long like no this Mm -hmm. was something I had to learn and educate myself in in the past years and I haven't been as vocal as I am now so like I'm part of the people that are like posting way more now than before Mm -hmm. but it's one of those things where it's like where literally three weeks ago Ahmaud Arbery was killed and this was still not as big of a deal like no no to me I'm like what changed (laughs) you know like no I asked the exact same question I know exactly where you're coming from and like honestly me too like I don't think that if people wouldn't have blown this out of proportion I don't think I would have been as like passionate about it as well but I think that it's because so many people like we learned this in psychology like that kind of like herd mentality type thing and like we just kind of everyone I think I think a big part of it honestly is the fact that we've just been quarantined for so long that all of this built-up anger and energy from anywhere that we can grab it from at this point is like pissing us off like it just frankly is so I think that that's a big reason for it like even though three weeks ago we were still in quarantine I think it's been happening back to back to back so many times within this Mm -hmm. past month that it's just getting out of hand and so frankly now that everything's opening up at this time right now I think since counties and cities and um, states are opening back up I think everyone's like you know what I'm gonna go stand in protest and now everyone's seeing that they're standing and protesting and it's all that group like heard so everyone's like just super fueled about this topic that I think that's why this was a specific one that took everyone like above and beyond which is great it really is but it's good yeah yeah but I do wonder like why do we shut up after 2016 like I really do wonder because it was really loud back then like everyone was super loud about it in 2016 and um yeah why did it take till 2020 I don't know but I think honestly it could be the planet shifting around something going on (laughs) but like I strongly believe in that too so something something but yeah yeah, no sure I'm not trying to yeah I'm not saying it's like a bad thing it's just to me I'm like I wonder why like it's like me too I do I really do as well because it's like where did this come from like this has been going on for so long so freaking long but I think also just because everything's starting to be recorded that like everyone's like seeing it full hand and can quite frankly see what's going on so like it's becoming so just seen like you can see the stuff going on so people aren't backing down this time because it's 
this enough's enough at one point you know so enough's enough at some point so yeah right right have you had to take a break from social media or are you on like very because for me I'm like I want to see everything but Mm -hmm. I also want to take a break so how has it been for you it's been really hard um it's been super super hard and it's not I don't know. I feel so torn because I know that it's, I mean, it's not my job to educate anyone, obviously, but it's also not my job. I feel like to quote unquote, get so tired of reposting and sharing because that's what I'm supposed to do. And there was this like TikTok that I saw someone post this morning and it was like me as a black woman, like this week, like feeling like I have to educate everyone, preach to the choir, like this, 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 and this, um, posting, resharing, like I'm exhausted quite frankly. And I'm like, me too. Like, because every single story that I see is like next, next, next. Like and I'm reading all the same things over and over and over and over. I'm signing all the petitions. I'm doing everything that I can. I've donated so much money like out of my own pocket, like from this because like I just for this because I just believe so hardcore in it. But like social media has been draining. And like even this morning, I saw some really like hard things to like see and like some comments on my video. Like I'm I don't have the energy to fight. I'll just say something really quickly and then just be done. Like, if you don't see the the viewpoint in it, like, that's kind of your thing to educate yourself if you'd like. But, like, I'm not going to fight with you. I need to conserve, like, conserve my energy for other things. So, yeah. But I did take a break off of social media, like, last, like, not even last, like, three days ago. Um, it was, I think, like, Sunday something. What day is today? That was not three days ago. I don't know. All the days are just getting mixed up. But, um, it's a, a week ago. It's oh okay. Oh, my gosh. No. Wait, no, it's Saturday. Oh, no. Yeah, so, yeah, it was, like, on Sunday, I remember, because it was two days before the Tuesday um, blackout. And so I wanted to just take a day. I, like, left my phone upstairs. I just couldn't, like, watch any of it anymore. I was really exhausted of just, like, seeing everything and processing everything and then getting into, like, a loophole of, like, going to everyone's comments and everyone's, like, uh, and their accounts and then their comments. And, like, it was just this dark hole that I just kept going down. I was like, I need to stop. Like, I'm not, what am I gaining out of this? What am I going to remember after an hour of doing this? Like, I just need to stop. So I stopped on Sunday and then on Tuesday I did post the black square and then I ended up deleting it because I was like, you know what, if I'm going to use this day to like, quote unquote, exhaust myself, I might as well just like, you know, like post something that's going to do something. So that day my story was like years long. Like, I don't even know, like if I think that was just a way of me expressing myself, like not even thinking that everyone was going to see it because it was a very long story. But for anyone who did want to see it, I wanted to be that source of like education and whatever if you wanted to see what you wanted to see. But yeah, social media has just been so draining on that point. It just really has been. So yeah, now I've just been right. like even today, like I haven't really been on it that much. I saw like 30 minutes of it this morning and then I've been off. So yeah, it's just like picking and choosing what you want to look at at this point, like especially if you're feeling all of it, you know, like you can take the chance to back up if you need to. So yeah. Right. And I was watching your video the other day when you posted it. And it was one of those things to me where I was like, I when you were talking about when you were younger, like looking up like, Mm -hmm. oh, how do I become a white girl and stuff like that? Like that also is something that no one really talks about. I feel like about how I mean, nowadays people talk about it more, how we need more diversity Mm -hmm. and inclusion. But like when you grow up and you see everyone that looks like you Mm -hmm. and you see dolls that look like you and you see like tv characters that look like you you don't think it's a problem because you're like oh they look like me like whatever so i think it's really important also that you are using your platform to educate that especially because you are in the entertainment Mm -hmm. industry and that's what you're going into for diversity and inclusion because those there are other little girls that might be thinking that way too and i think something that i was thinking about and you can let me know your thoughts on it Mm -hmm. but is 
with entertainment, I'm really glad that there is a lot more diversity. Right. I hope that there's more diversity with more like main characters and not as much just the best friend the or whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> so I hope that that is more of a thing that people are thinking about. But also with influencers and like social media space, I was actually thinking like it can kind of be dangerous when the only people you're watching and supporting now look like you mm-hmm. because now I was thinking I was like we get to choose the YouTubers that we watch right, we get to choose it's too. not like right. yeah it's not like we're watching a show and we don't know who the we don't mm-hmm. we can choose who the characters are like now we're choosing so I'm like now is so freaking important to show diverse creators mm-hmm. diverse content creators diverse influencers because you need to surround yourself with people that, that are not exactly like you. Like, you. Yes. like to me that's something that's like when people only have friends of like that all look mm-hmm. the same like in a sorority and it's like all white girls. Right. It's like don't you think that's an issue? I don't know. Like to me I'm like do you that's not That's saying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. So your video made me think of that because when you were thinking about like the dolls and the TV and now you're in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and I was thinking it's so important for YouTube also for YouTube to start recommending more diverse and creators. And that's the and whole issue. YouTube doesn't do that. <laughs> YouTube does not profit off of that. And um, my sister found someone the other day. And I was like, why has her videos never been recommended to me? Her videos are amazing. She, like, moved to China and, like, is, like, super bilingual. Like, she's so talented and, like, completely black. And there's... Why isn't that being recommended to me? Like, she's so cool. She has, like, over 200,000 subscribers. But for some reason, her videos have never been recommended to me. And I don't know. Like, even in my subscription... Like, even in my subscription box, I can see that literally 90% of my like people that I'm subscribed to are white and that's just because of everyone that's been recommended to me and everyone that I consume and I don't actively try to seek out people of color creators and that's really sad Mm -hmm. because I am one myself so I keep wondering I'm like where are the creators that look like me because like I can't search that up like that has to like come like on the side or like I need to see but like with everything that I've been subscribed to since, like, 2012, since I started watching YouTube. It's just been, like, you know, like, Alicia Marie and everyone that looks like Alicia Marie and now Emma Chamberlain and everyone that looks like Emma Chamberlain. So it's, like, it's really hard to find, like, actively seek out creators and, like, look them up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it it is kind of dangerous to just be only (laughs) supporting people that look like you because then where are you getting all of this information from? Like, everyone thinks the same. Everyone looks the same. So even over the past couple of days, I see so many people, like, repost other uh, people of color creators and black creators and that just feels so refreshing like but that's the thing also it's like I don't want it to be a pity follow I don't want to have people following because now it's a trend to follow people of color like you know so it's such a weird just mix because it's like yeah I want you to follow me but because you like my content not because now it's a trend to follow people of color creators you know so many people have been reaching out to me via dms and like I have to check my requests like all the time because there's new people just asking things even though it's really not my job to like tell them like what to feel about whatever it really isn't but I mean if they're coming to me from a respectful way and just genuinely trying to know something then sure like I'm gonna answer it you know but I even had a question the other day in my DMs about someone asking about reverse racism and I'm like that's not a thing and like it's really hard to explain that as well because racism isn't just racist statements it's not just like being act like just racist like that's not what that is racism is a system it's not it's something that has been ingrained for a very very long time it's not just there's I think so many people who are quote-unquote racist are usually 90% of the time not intending to be. They just don't know that they are, and they just don't know that they are. And it's very hard to, like, 
say that well it's hard because the person who dm'd me she's from like australia so things are different over there as well like and not in america but in america's system that's kind of how things are and how they've always been Mm -hmm. but she was asking from a standpoint of how um the people of color over there and the black people over there she has been called like racial slurs and this and this and this and i was and like how they've been treating her bad even though she wants to understand them and i'm like look there's always going to be bad black people like there is going to be bad white people you know like it's always going to be that hasn't that quite literally doesn't really have anything to do with race it's just kind of someone's morality you know but as a whole as a whole like completely the world like everyone every single country whatever especially America, like, that's how things have been built. So, like, I had to explain to her that, like, reverse racism isn't a thing because the white people are predominantly in power here, and that's how it's always been. So there's no way that someone can be racist. They can be prejudiced. They were prejudiced against you by saying the things that they said to you, but they can't be racist. So that was, like, a conversation that I had to have. Um, It wasn't uncomfortable. It was good to, like, like, get it across, even though she was like, thanks for clearing it up, even though I still don't understand. Thank you for, like, taking the time. So, like, I think people can have these conversations. They're not dangerous, but they need to be said, and they need to happen. So I'd rather someone have a conversation and let it be quote-unquote uncomfortable than to not have said anything at all and then always be, like, questioning, Mm -hmm. should I have, like, said something, you know? Because, like, right now, quite literally, is the time for everyone to just speak up and say what they need to say, whether if they want to know about something or, like, whether if they are trying to get insight about something. Look it up. Google's great. Google's a great, like, tool you know you're gonna get lots of different responses but like you can research this stuff quite literally so do your job like whatever that is but I am glad that people have been like reaching out and just asking or just being like how do I promote this when I have a smaller influence and the majority of the people who follow me aren't really seeing what's going on you know I'm gonna take a quick break to tell you guys about our sponsor you guys all know what Spotify is, but on Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free, so you do not need to have a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one that you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. Premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are, and you can also easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you're listening to this ad right now, you should take a pause and share your podcast, or share my podcast, I should say, on your Instagram story and let other people know where to find it. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for The Real Real Podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of The Real Real Podcast. So good questions for sure, and I'm willing to ask it, but it does get exhausting when it's like every single person, and I'm trying to tend to every single person and what they need and like what they need, because like I need things too, like I need to chill, (laughs) like, you know, like I'm tired, but um, Yeah. yeah, so uncomfortable, like conversations but like good ones that needed to happen so yeah good good no and your high school that you went to in charlotte it was a theater it was a, yeah it was the it arts, art it's school? The arts yeah it was an arts school. high school so yeah okay yeah and it was 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 it a predominantly white high school no it's completely it very like it's very diverse um i think it's predominantly black and people of color but there are a lot of white students there um but that's honestly where I just grew up being so open-minded and I think everyone else too there because we just grew up knowing that like gay is okay and like being whoever you want to be is okay you know so we grew up in that environment everyone had different crazy hair colors it wasn't your typical like normal high school where like things are accepted like that you know so we grew up in a very just 
open environment. We were always encouraging each other to speak out. We were always doing things like this, like protesting for this, you know. We had to protest for school shootings that were going on, you know, like just craziness, like just everything on the end of the spectrum. So like our school was just always just so like passionate and just very powerful in that way that we had that say and people knew that we were the school of like the rainbows like quite literally we were the school of the rainbows so So, yeah a lot of times I feel like when you're young and you see like I've been seeing so many like teenagers now which is really sad doing like posting the stupidest stuff on snapchat oh yeah oh yeah just like horrible like it's just like I cannot believe you are 15 and you are posting a George Floyd challenge like yeah. that is like to yeah. me yeah so heartbreaking that and then not... I've seen people have conversations about like I can't be friends with black people unless they have something to offer and like things like that it's been insane it's been so damaging to look at because I forget that these people actually have faces and they're actually like people like sometimes like it's so hard for me because I always see the good in people like I want to make sure that like I know that there's some good in you but honestly I've learned over the past couple of years that there are just some people who have malicious intent and it is so sad because and these people like that I just said like the one who was like oh like I can only be friends with black people if they have something to offer she like who says she got that? into I, girl <laughs> girl like who that's what thinks I'm saying that it's okay to say that yeah not only think it but like yeah Oh, the world needs to hear this. Exactly. And the two girls who were part of that conversation, they got into nursing school in college. And so can you imagine like them getting like being as like, that's racist. That's just straight up racist, but like racist as they are taking care of black patients. You know what I'm saying? Like you inserting a needle to someone and you just kind of maybe have malicious intent and you might put the needle the other way and that could be damaging towards someone you know so or just not care as much. It's like just not care at all. Literally not care Mm -hmm. at all. I'm like. But, yeah, yeah, so it's been crazy. Yeah, all these, like, teens and, like, again, racism is taught. Racism is very taught. You just don't pop out of the womb being, like, I don't like black people. I don't like Hispanic people. Like, you don't do that, you know? So I think that our school also shaped a lot of people who were kind of neutral in that sense where their parents weren't outright, like, racist. They just had their own beliefs and they're taught, like, them growing up and their beliefs as well. But... I think our school just kind of opened it up to being like, hey, like, these are what other people look like, like, whatever. So I think it always became very, like, you never saw anyone bullying someone at my school because they were gay. Like, that just never happened. It was always just normal. There was someone coming out every single day. So, like, it just wasn't, like, a thing, you know? So... Yeah, I think that it's very important to have these conversations, especially as a teen because, or as a kid, because like at this point, I think being younger, you're more open to that change because you're still learning and you're still growing and you're still trying to figure out how other people work as well as how you think and how you work. So it's more easy to adapt. I don't think if I went to Northwest, I don't think I'd be as open-minded as outspoken and as... I don't know, caring about other people, if that makes any sense, just because mm-hmm. our school just did such a good job of doing that. And like our school environment and our school like setting, it was just always that kind of like love energy type thing. So, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No, because I just see younger people and I'm like, that's that you're you're just being taught that, like you said, yes, like this, these are the conversations taught. that go on in your house. And so it's it's really important for them to kind of hear other perspectives for and sure. to not you know and it does start at school and it starts with the people you hang out with and who you like your sports club or whatever that might look like for you Mm -hmm. you know but I think a lot of times people think of like oh my god well it's the next generation is going to be amazing and I do think that I do think our generation Mm -hmm. will be the one to make a change for sure but there's also people in our generation that are not Mm -hmm. like that they are still very closed-minded and are not as open-minded and that's where I like 
that just like makes me so sad Mm -hmm. so that's also like where the you can't just stop after the social media trend dies down and like that's it and like oh stop convincing the older people like it's the younger people that you should it also really be is because i mean the older people with. like this might be insensitive but like they're about to have their time and then they're done so like if all you can do with your grandparents and your great-grandparents is just tell your point of view and say how you feel and that's all you can do and you're not going to change that so be it that's fine at least you said it but right now our generation is going to be the one that's going to be laying on this earth for a pretty long time so we need to go ahead and start speaking amongst the people and calling out your racist peers and calling out their slurs and calling out everything that they're saying because even though you might lose a friend like this is this is just being a like a humane person and it's just as simple as that you know so right, yeah right yeah, I think it also starts with, like you're saying, calling out people. Mm-hmm. And not even in a mean way. No. I mean, not like, oh my god, you suck. Like, I never yeah. want to speak to you again, like, right. because of what something you said. But, like, for example, at my school, or my at my college, there was a fraternity that just, like, expelled one of their members because there was, like, a Snapchat of him yelling the N-word. Oh, And my so goodness. they, like, expelled him right away. And they're wow. like, oh my god, like, he doesn't belong here, whatever. Like, he's not a part of our mm-hmm. fraternity or whatever. And to me, I'm like, I bet that that's not the first time they've heard him say that but it's probably the first time that it was recorded yes exactly you know like i mean let's be honest like it's probably just the first time that the video went out good that they took action not gonna say anything bad about that Mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna judge like maybe they'd never heard it whatever Mm -hmm. but it's one of those things that like in the moment you should be like hey like that's a little bit rude like maybe don't say that that's offensive don't say that and instead of like as like me like if my, with my friends like if I have other like white friends or like non-black friends mm-hmm. that are saying something offensive or whatever it is like to just be in a very like loving way like mm-hmm. hey that's not right like that's Isn't not that? cool <laughs> and maybe hopefully then that that it's it's just like being less passive about it right like, being actually like active and saying that instead of when it gets to the point where they're like yelling that on a screen Mm -hmm. and thinking that's okay to even post like you know what I'm saying so I don't know that's that's I mean I've had some definitely tough conversations this week I've had some like a lot of talks with people Mm -hmm. um in my own personal life and so I think that's all I can do and that's all I mean I'm donating I'm trying to like read as many books as Mm -hmm. possible I mean there's so many resources out there for people that there's no excuse anymore right like there's literally zero excuses now Mm -hmm. so uh but this week has definitely been I I hope it lasts longer than this week I hope it continues for sure for sure social media as much as I'm I'm happy that it's on social media I think it's a great thing yeah for sure I just hope that it lasts longer you know Mm -hmm. and then we can keep this conversation going but yeah what are you what is, like, your main hope for the future or for, like, this Black Lives Matter movement and the protests and the change that you want to happen? I think that the biggest thing is just honestly remembering that we all bleed the same blood, like, at the end of the day. It's just, I don't think, at this point, it's just super black and white if you're racist or not, like, haha, no pun intended, but, like, it really is. There's no gray area anymore. If you're not anti-racist, you might as well just be racist. But, yeah, I really do just want people to take away just be a good person at this point you know what's right and wrong you know I mean even if you've been surrounded by the same people in your life 
I don't think it's that hard to educate yourself. Technology is all you've got these days. Like, that's basically what you're surrounded by 10 times out of the day. You know, like, you're always on your phone. You're always on your laptop. Use that time to research something that's not another YouTube video that you're watching. You know, like, use that time and dedicate that to other things. Uh, You can learn so much more that way, you know? Um, Right. So, yeah, I just want people to just be more open-minded just to, I don't know, there are a lot of there's again there's a lot of information like I said going out and some of it I don't agree with and like that's me being a black person as well like I sometimes I don't agree with some things another black person is saying and that is the beauty of everything going on but I think the underlying message is obviously to know what's right and wrong in your own way but also listen to other people and see what they feel like it's just a lot like it's so hard to explain because it's not this just like one blanket statement that can be like well I hope world peace because like you know yeah People have their opinions. They're always going to have their own opinions, but it's how you deal with it and it's how you learn from them and see how they view life and just kind of figure out how you want to also project that into the world and how you want to be a better person. And it's just as simple as that, honestly, just being a good person, whether if that is just whatever your intent that you have. Um, And then whether if you do have those quote unquote beliefs, if you don't use that to actually harm someone, then you have your beliefs. I will stand away and just love you from all the way over there. And that's fine. Like for me, if you have beliefs that just don't align with mine, fine. But don't go ahead and harm someone and kill someone and just, like, call out someone and bully them online. Like, that's just excessive. You know what I'm saying? It's cool to have Mm -hmm. different beliefs. Otherwise, we'd all be the same person, you know? So, yeah, that's about it. Just be a good person. (laughs) Well, I'm really happy that you came on my podcast. It's been a year so we should make this um, a recurring theme I like know. next oh my gosh. episode yeah, next we'll year. have you on wherever you're at in New York LA yes. on Broadway wherever you are so I will funny. have you on to talk about that because it's funny because I've talked to you when you were were you still in high school or did you had just you just graduated or were you still on in the high podcast? school when you were on my podcast when yeah. I was on your podcast I had just graduated it was like the summer you it just, was like Ju- June July so yeah right Right, so you just graduated high school, and you weren't even sure if you were going to move to New York yet, No, right? I got offered to move to New York City, like, for the nannying, whatever, and then it just kind of worked out that way, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, so next <laughs> podcast episode, I want to see you, like, on a TV show. Done and done. In a movie, <laughs> on Broadway, yeah, somewhere so. like that, where you are definitely going to be really, like, sometime Aww, soon. Oh, thank so. you, that is so sweet. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love this podcast, one of my faves, so definitely subscribe if you guys Thanks. haven't already, it's the best. But yeah, love you so much, Thanks. You also have a podcast that you oh, yeah, and Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other thing. I, like, literally re-kicked up my podcast. Natalie was my last episode, and then I just yeah. put out... Yeah, so how funny. Uh, I got just so busy, and then I was going to New York City, like, three times, and it was just... It was insane. So I stopped the podcast, just revamped it, and it's amazing. So I'm going to have tons of people on there as well. We might have Natalie on another episode, so we'll see. And, yeah, it's called High Key Adulting. If you guys want to check it out, I'm pretty sure Natalie can... And do her magic and have it mm-hmm. down below and yeah i know yeah check out her youtube so everywhere it's just at jada jones with like three, three s's, s's four s's something like three that s's. Yep. yeah i'll have everything down there but jada jones thank you so much for thank coming on my you. podcast you're the best Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. If you guys want to follow Jada, I'm going to have all her stuff in the description. But thank you guys for listening. I hope that this week has taught you something. I don't want the conversation to end this week. I want to continue it. I want to keep learning. I want to keep listening. So hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. And anyways, thank you, Jada, for being a guest on the show again. And yeah, I'll see you guys next Monday with another episode of The Real Real Podcast.
Hey, my name is Lovan Rumpf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.